You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonti. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here on our great community station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. We've got an exciting show for you tonight. We have, first up, Matt Chancho, who won the Melton Invitation Open Races from Bridgewater. And we also have Gary Gillard coming on to tell us about uh, some more auctions happening on the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation website for their fundraisers. Also, Bill Harwa from Sydney, Australia, coming on with David Gordon, talking about his uh, pigeon stud in Sydney, Bill Harwa. Great flyer from Sydney, the Central Cumberland uh, Pigeon Federation in Sydney. We have Leanne from the Bendigo Bank who is the business that won the one Thaggy series that Charlie Gretsch is running. Also, Pretty Sally Home Hardware. They're coming back on, Shane, from Pretty Sally Home Hardware. And the overall winner of the one Thaggy series race, Mark Kavanagh, is coming on as well. So stay tuned and on with the show. Pigeon Radio Australia. And first of all, I'm going to introduce this pink character right now. And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretsch. And we're calling Wallen and Mr. Charlie Gretsch. Hello, good morning, how are you? Yeah, I'm excellent. Yes, what's happening in Wallen? Uh, what's happening? Um, I suppose the same thing is happening everywhere else around Melbourne at the moment. Um, today was pretty uh, average day. It was sort of good, bad, and it started to rain, and it started to, the wind started to carry on. So um, anyway, that's uh, that's the weather for you in Melbourne, and Wallen is um, going okay. 
Well, I've got to introduce this guy right now. Thanks for that, Charlie. I've got to introduce this guy right now who's reinventing himself. So let's have a listen. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia, Southeast Melbourne correspondent, the one and only, the Roadrunner, Tony McPherson. And it's a very good day to Mr. Tony McPherson. You've oh, reinvented you yourself, me, mate. Meet me. <laughs> Yeah. Hang on, listen to this. Listen, Hi. listen, listen. There you go. <laughs> oh, the old coyote, yes, and the, the roadrunner. Yeah, that brings back memories, Ivan. Well, yes, well, you are Acker the Roadrunner, as you say on your profile on the uh, Pigeon Radio Australia um, team page. So yes. there you go. You've, re- yes, you've reinvented yourself. I have a of um, reincarnation. Yes, the old road runners uh, come back. I'm back. Yeah, you're back, uh, mate. And it's uh, uh, the the uh, down here in um, sunny Montana. Um, I took the birds for a little 15k toss today, and uh, not long after, they we had a huge storm come through. But it comes through that quick. Bypassed us, yeah, and hit everywhere else. But, um, it was huge. Well, but, I can um, tell you, the Melbourne weather is quite fantastic. We had a bit of a storm here, but the sunshine was out and it was storming, raining, and the well, sun was out. Well, <laughs> how often, how often have we seen tornadoes? Not very often. Not in Australia, anyway. It, well, we're having them now up 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 north and things mm. like that. It's crazy, absolutely crazy, but. Um, I also received a phone call today from one of our old members, uh, uh, former member, Greg Edwards. Now, um, Greg's had a, ba- a pretty cooked back. He's, you know, he, he's str- been struggling a bit over the last few years. He's had a double knee replacement, everything else. And uh, he gave me a phone call. He said, Tony, I'm going to give it away. So we're... Uh, we're going to put together a, a catalogue, and uh, in that catalogue, he's got a first fed from Tassie, second fed um, six hundred. Um, you know, he's got a really good family of pigeons; they're all um, related. And um, so, yeah, we'll. Put and what that was his name and, uh, again? What was his name? He's uh, in your Greg Edwards, Greg and he's Edwards. in your club, is he? Oh, uh, he, he used to be in our club, and okay. now he's in Mountain Districts. In the, in the VHA. Oh, okay. Uh, really, really nice, really nice. He, he, he was racing under the name of Edwards and McMeekin. Uh, both were former members of our club and lovely people. <coughs> Unfortunately, uh, Peter passed away uh, last year. During, uh, last year? Oh, we lose track of what year it is now. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, we lost Peter. And um, uh, Peter was a long-time member of the Moravan Club. No, oh, gee, I was a member was, of the Moravian Club for a, a butcher, a, a local butcher down that way, and um, yeah, uh, Peter McMeekin, a top fancier in the. Um, in so the there will be some very good birds available, I'd gather. 
Oh, very, very, very good birds. Um, and uh, one there's a Huben cock that's um, you know, triple mm. fed, triple fed bird and producing. Interesting. Uh, mind you, he's getting older, but and uh, where's this auction? Is that going to be taking place on the internet or? Ah, uh, look, we, Greg and I have got to determine that. Um, it could happen as a as an auction at the Croydon Club Rooms uh, in early December. But we'll have to uh, weigh that one up, I think, and see what happens. All right. Well, uh, of course, you'll announce any any uh, yeah, further announcements. Yeah, I'll keep everyone up to date. Yep, for sure. All right. And, um, ha- yep. And how are you going, Pink Panther? Charlie. Charlie Gretch. He's gone. He, he's gone walkabout. Hello. I'm here. I'm here. He's there. You're there. How are you going, buddy? Oh, I just couldn't find me button. <laughs> Uh, I think you got me in that tornado. You've been, hey, you know what's happening, Tony? I'll tell you what's happening with him. He's drinking too much of his homemade brews. Oh, mate, uh, if he is, it's pretty deadly stuff, I can tell you that now. Bronny and I have had a couple of sips of that. That's all we needed to, to, uh, in actual fact, we've been cleaning the silverware with it. There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, hold 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 for a minute, fellas, because I've got an uh, important announcement. Melton Invitation Racing Pigeon Club held another open race from Bridgewater on Saturday, and it was a quite a good race. The returns were very very good, uh, and I'm going to read the uh, positions. We had 17 flyers. In the race, we had around over just over 700 birds in the race. And in first place was MNN Chancho doing a great velocity of 1072.30. And in second place, we had Keisha Lofts, Reno Keisha. Third place, Keisha and Holwell. That's Chris Keisha and his partner, Holwell. And in uh, fourth place, we had Charlie Abella. Fifth place, was Michael Portelli. Sixth place, we had David Hunter. Seventh place, Andrew Papadakis. In eighth place, Michael Musket. In ninth place, David Bates. In tenth place, Charlie Camilleri. In eleventh place was myself, Ivan Fonti. Twelfth place, Tanalia Brothers in Caroline Springs. In 13th place, we had Ray Mifsud and family. 14th place, Felix Leah. In 15th place, Shane and Maria Mifsud. In 16th place, Grumpy Lofts. And in 17th place, we had Jamie Rigby. But Jamie uh, works night shift and he was asleep and he missed the bird, so he didn't get a time. So... uh, I just put he was not home to trap. So, uh, yeah, but 17 flies and just over 700 pigeons. And we have on the line Matt Chancho, who won the race. Congratulations, Matt, on winning the race, mate. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, guys. And you told me today that your returns were very, very good. Yeah, no, they were, they were fantastic, mate. 36 on the hour and four late ones, all home and uh, happy days. Oh, fantastic. And that's not a bad velocity, 11.23 down there where you are, and you were doing a velocity of 10.72. And, yeah, uh, yeah you, you won it with a, with a great, great time. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It was, uh, yeah, it was nice. So nice tell us, what, what, kind of bird, what kind of bird was it that you clocked? Because I know that you specialise in long-distance pigeons. So I do. T- I've got some, some new ones this year from Michael Portelli. It's a Hardy Kruger based that Michael has. And... Um, yeah, just yielding parents, and, and this is the first year on the track, so very happy with them so far. 
And what do you reckon about the races and how we're running them? How, what do you think of the whole concept? Oh, oh, geez, after 18 months of lockdown, it's fantastic, mate, just to get something going. But, hey, look, you're doing a terrific job, Ivan. You really are trying to get something going and a lot of fun breaking up the weekends. been long, sombre weekends, haven't it, with this lockdown? So yeah, it has, fantastic, yeah. mate. It's, it's great. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Now, I'm so sure Charlie, Charlie's very excited that you won the race and he's excited that I've organised and thanks to Charlie, is. It was thanks to him that we got this idea to, to do it the way oh, we're doing it. So, Charlie, well you got any questions for Matt? Um, not really. Just um, like to see um, these, you know, you, you, yourself and all these other guys that are um, racing yep. back to enjoying what is um, oh, your hobby that, um, you know, very passionate for. And it's, yeah, sad, it's sad that um, you know, everybody's going to go through that type of thing. But uh, it's great to yeah. see you guys back in action. Oh, it's definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. nice, especially this lockdown's been, I think, difficult for everybody. It's just sort of a bit long on the tooth, and, mm. yeah, it's just nice, nice to get back to doing something we all love. Yeah. So we can only get better, um, so, uh, no, no, that's I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I reckon so. Now, Tony Mack, you got any questions there? Yeah, look, well done there, Matt. It's, uh, yeah, cheers, mate. It's uh, good to see uh, birds coming home. That's the important thing. Oh, for Get sure. Coming home. Um, you know, it gives you a bit of a lift. Uh, like you say, it's been a bit of a drag yeah, for everyone. It has. Um, yeah, it has yeah. But, uh, you know, I think there's, well, there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. Um, yeah, man. Uh, yes, we are. Even though there's light there, we've still got to all look after ourselves and look after our mates and friends and everything else. Oh, oh definitely. And, uh, definitely. but, uh, you, you were saying that the, uh, you're trying out some new birds from, from Michael. I am. Yes, and, I am. Uh, enough. Yeah. And these are these are the first first uh, cabs off the rank. First cabs off the rank, yeah, definitely. We got them going in the WPF races, and um, they they held held in good stead. And we only got four races into the season, and have had much of an opportunity. But um, no, they're definitely they're definitely um, sticking their head up, yeah, definitely. It's yeah, good. well, that, no, that, I'm very happy. Yeah, well, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that's that's good to hear. And, and also, they probably cross really well back into your old family too. There. Matt, yeah, so, I, well, I've got plenty of those. So, well, we'll look forward to that this year and try something different. Yeah, um, try them out. So, yeah, definitely got to move up a few two-year-olds. Eh? So, yeah, yeah, well, the Hardy Kruger birds are uh, well known for the um, one loft racing and thing and the, and the likes. And uh, yeah, you get the right ones, and boy, they they are good. They're re- oh, really good pigeons. You know, well, yeah, well. It was Michael's pick. I, I went there and I said, look, you know, you pick out of your loft for me from the race team from last year. He's pulled out this black pied and, you know, the father that's surrounded him off their winner and like, yeah, no worries, mate. I'll take your word for it. And yeah. no, it hasn't let down so far. So, so far, so good. And no, very happy. Yeah, no, that's good. Look, I, I was just listening to the, the names of the people that, that Ivan was reading out. I tell yeah. you something, it's, a, it's not a bad sort of a pigeon club that you could form. No, I know. Strong list, isn't it? It's only seventeen, but hard names to beat there. That's for sure. It's an elite, an elite sort of group of people that that are in that club. You should form a club and just like like they do in others, a special a special club for all the members. I can tell you, Tony, that we had seventeen flies on Saturday, and we've got twenty coming on on this Saturday. Oh, look. Um, I was in a place in Canada, Ivan. Um, it was uh, for the um, um, Winter Games, and they built this uh, um, 
uh, place in Canada and they said, build it and they will come. And that's exactly the same um, with what you're doing and the same with sure. what Charlie's done. If you uh, – people will um, – you know, you get the few that come along and then they, the word will spread and all of a sudden, um, Ivan, you'll be getting a bigger truck. <laughs> yeah, well, I can tell you, I can tell you, I won't mention any names yet, but uh, in the planning is another unit. The person's done exactly the same as me, and what we're planning to do is uh, follow each other up to the race point. So he's got a courier business, I've got a courier business, and he's got capacity for a 1,000 pigeons. I've got capacity now for a 1,000 pigeons with a bigger unit and an extra unit on the back of my ute. So it looks like in a couple of weeks' time, we're going to have about 2,000 pigeons going up the road from the Western Pigeon Flyers. Well, that's that, right. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, uh, um, that that's uh, really good for you guys over there. Um, over this side of town, uh, it's a little bit different. There's a few yep. things happening, but it's a little bit different. Hey, um, Ivan, Ivan, did you did you say it was called the COVID Club? <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, no, I'm not going to call it the COVID Club because I'm absolutely sick and tired of hearing that term, COVID. Every time, it's now. No, it's, hey, every time, yeah, it's a, it's it's a, it's the. Uh, sniffle and sniffle and cough. Well, every time I hear the word COVID, my ears start itching me. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, there's yeah, there's a few, you know, a few little uh, yeah dilemmas you know, cop up here and there, but um, uh, it's good that you guys are getting getting together. Well, you having watching your birds come home. I wouldn't, I won't yeah. say getting together, um, but. Sooner or later, um, come near the end of October, um, we will be able to have s- smaller groups. Get well, together. Charlie's got his yeah, second so. one Thaggy series going, and there's a lot of people interested in that. I think he's got nearly sixty flies or something already. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's well, that's going to be a big comp- competition, and no, uh, and uh, this one that we're running is going to end up in a great competition as well because there's more and more people coming on board every week. So we're well, looking, especially Ivan, now that the WPF. Um, the executive have said, okay, we're not going to race this year, which I think is a pity, really. Um, you know, you're the you're the other option. Um, mm. You know, and uh, so therefore, um, yes, you might need a, a bigger unit, but um, I think uh, yeah, you, you'll be restricted in, in the distance that you go. Um, that's up to you guys, but. Um, I think it's good for the guys to get together, and later on, later on in October, um, you know, you will be able to uh, get together in a, in smaller groups, and that will be good also. You know, so you can have a bit of a chat. Uh, well, as I said last week, you know, Matt, Matt's been in this now a couple of weeks now, and uh, as yep. I said last week, it's it's great to see the the smiles on the people's faces when you pick up their birds. Matt, what what do you think of the whole thing? Like you started with us last week and, and, and right. you've had some pretty good fun, haven't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, definitely, definitely, guys. And, and, and the group of guys that, that, are, that are racing, you, know, you can see those names that you read out before, we all get along pretty well and it's – um. No, it's a lot of fun, mate. It is. It's, yeah, no, definitely after all this, this lockdown, it's, you know, enough's enough and – I mean, just to have all these birds feeding them, flying them, and doing nothing 
got a bit somber there for a little while, but definitely, no, it's, it's been great. Well done, Ivan. No, oh, thanks, mate. And anyway, this week we're going to go to Wedderburn. So, um, yeah, n- another race from Wedderburn this week. And uh, yep. see what happens. We'll announce the results. Thanks very much, Matt. Congratulations once again. And oh, thanks cheers, very guys. much to, Thank you. for coming cheers, on. Mate. Well done. Thanks. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, Matt. See you later, mate. Bye. That was Matt Chancho, uh, one of the Western Flyers flying in the Mountain Invitation Racing Pigeon Club Incorporated special open races. That was from Bridgewater on Saturday, and Matt won the race. He's done very well. All right, we're going to break for a song, and we're going to have a theme tonight. All these songs are about friends, and here's one that Queen did, and it's called You're My Best Friend, Queen, on Pigeon Radio Australia. We'll be back... After this break, with Gary Dillard to tell us about their options. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons in a health all year round. Contact 
Natural Pigeon Products on 035981000 and pigeonvitality.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your pigeons and farming supplies. Taramid. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsors. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1-800-512-348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au. The risk of catching COVID-19 in your area is high. COVID-19 vaccines are available now and can prevent serious illness or death. Talk to your GP and book a vaccination. Stay home. Get tested. Financial support is available for those eligible. For more From information, Kilda, go to australia.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. From St Kilda to Clayton, you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. G'day, hello and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. 
Tune in every Wednesday 2pm for International Caravan with your captain DDZ. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. And you're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only greatest racing pigeon radio show in the world, that's Pigeon Radio Australia, here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au, and our address at Pigeon Media is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Don't forget to join our great group on Facebook, which has now over 70,000 members, it's growing, and it's the Racing Pigeon, go and check it out, you can talk to 70,000 people that are interested in racing pigeons from all over the world. Now, Tony McPherson has, uh, I'll let him uh, announce who he has online, and he's got somebody from way down south, Tony, take it away, mate. Ah, thank you, Ivan. Um, I'd like to uh, welcome back on the show uh, Mr Pigeon Vitality, one of our sponsors, uh, Gary Gillard. Um, Welcome, uh, Gary, and um, you've got a few things to tell us about uh, the auction site that we've been running for the uh, GMPF. Yeah, good day, everybody. Um, Look, I've got to say uh, the auctions have been a great success. Um, We just finished one for our truck fundraiser, as you know. Um, we've got pigeons going from one end of Australia up in Queensland uh, all the way down to Tasmania. So um, it was pretty good. Uh, of course, the Federation's happy. We had a, a total of, I think it was around about $5,200. We had um, 14 pigeons up for auction by some of the local flyers. Um, Greater Melbourne and a few VHA flyers as well. So uh, I'd like to thank you know, all the people that took part in that, uh, donating pigeons and uh, also helping to make the event happen. It was really, really great. Yeah, look, it's it's amazing, uh, Gary, uh, during this uh, <laughs> time of trauma uh, that we're going through, uh, and, uh, the, the guys still want to buy birds. It's uh, uh, even though that some aren't racing, some are, and uh, but the will to want to buy birds is definitely still there. And mind you, the quality of the birds is, uh, has been excellent too. Oh, yeah. We, uh, I think we, did, we run in probably, I think it's our uh, eighth auction for the year. Um, like I said, it's been really, really good. Uh, of course, you know, as I said before, the Fed makes around 10%, which goes towards running costs and things like that. So um, we got Steve Sini running at the moment. He came on deck last night, and I think off the top of my head, there's only four pigeons that haven't been bidded on so far. And 
it was just day one. So um, once again, I, I think come next Sunday when it ends, it'll be another success story where uh, all these birds will be sold once again. Yes, uh, it certainly will be, uh, Gary. I think everyone that um, has been on the site has been very happy with the end result. There's no doubt about that. And, of course, the Fed itself, like you said, the Fed gets 10%, so, uh, and that goes towards uh, running the Fed. And um, the the last sale that we ran was uh, to uh, for the uh, for the truck that that uh, that we now own, uh, thanks to uh, our plumber, Mr. Joe Joe Phillips. So uh, you know we're we're doing pretty well in that regards. But uh, we, um, that's something all feds require is money to keep the show going. And, of course, this year, uh, without uh, having racing and everything like that, it makes it a little bit more difficult. The bill's still got to be paid. And, uh, yeah, so this is a great way of, um, of being able to do it. And uh, thanks to you, you're the administrator of the, uh, of the site and uh, you certainly... Uh, do a lot of work. We've been talking about this uh, quite a lot and there's a lot of work involved and uh, thanks to your administration, you've done a great job and uh, personally, I'd just like to thank you for, for doing that, mate. You uh, you go all out to, uh, to try and do the right thing. So, well done, buddy. Yeah, look, thanks for that, Tony. It's uh, As I said, look, it's, it's really a joint effort as well too, you know, because without the... Uh, the people who want to put their birds on there, and, and even people like yourself that uh, that donated three pigeons that uh, that all sold, so uh, that that money went straight for the Fed, where it could have went straight to Tony McPherson. So, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> we've got to thank Tony McPherson for that one. Um, we ended up with four. So. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I, I, I was talking about the other the other auction there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So no, look, it was it was it was a good event. Um, maybe next year we might try and get a few of the uh, the clubs um, to 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 get on board as well with uh, yeah. some fundraising, maybe for their yeah. clubs. You know. Well, you know yeah. what I'm going to say, Gary. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but. Um Tony knows that we're going to be running the Royal Children's Hospital appeal on the uh, on the internet. We've decided yeah. because with this COVID stuff, you don't know whether you can go into a venue or not. So <laughs> we've scrapped the venue idea and put that on hold for a while. And uh, I've spoken to Tony about it, and we're going to run the um, Royal Children's Hospital appeal Pigeon Radio One uh, on the internet. And uh, I'll ask you, Gary, right now that um, I'd love to run it via your website. Look, that, that's not a problem at all. I mean, you know, um, we try and sort of work out what dates people are doing things and things like that and uh, just slot it in, you know. So uh, more than welcome, it's always a good cause, you know. So anything that's a good cause, uh, we're sort of in it, you know. So Well, ours will be scheduled for around Good Friday so that we're, we're in line with the Children's Hospital Good Friday appeal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I must say, Gary, out of, out of the uh, the sale that we had, there was a, a a young bloke from back up where I come from, up in Kyneton, um, Nick Kieran. Um, now he's a uh, he's just starting out, so um, 
he's building his loft at the moment. So uh, I hope he's got somewhere to put the bird, <laughs> the bird that that he got of mine. But um, I'm sure we'll be able to um, look after him as well. Um, I'll get in contact with him and um, have a bit of a chat with him and see see how he's kitted out. And um, we'll uh, I'll see what 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 else I can uh, do for him. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure he's going to put the question on you, Tony, like they all do. <laughs> like they all do. Oh, no, no. They, they buy a pig and they say, have you got another one, mate, to go with it? <laughs> yeah, that, that I don't mind, you know, especially a new guy coming into it. Um, and i tell you something, living up in Kite and trying to race pigeons is not, not easy, but he's got a, a good uh, mentor up there in Razor Ray Armstrong, so... Um, um, I think yeah, they should go okay, but uh, it's I know it's damn hard. Uh, I started up there as a kid, so uh, racing pigeons, and it wasn't easy back then. And I'm sure it's bloody harder now. But look, I must say the uh, the federation, our fed, um, looking um, later in October, November, to be doing something as far as racing pigeons. Uh, we'll wait with bated breath as to what's going to eventuate, but. Um, I'm sure we'll have something, and uh, I know the Fed's put it out there that we will. So um, all the members, uh, it's a bit like uh, uh, you, Ivan. You, everyone's happy you know, to see you come around and pick their birds up. I, I'll tell you something, uh, most of our members in the Greater Melbourne would be more than happy just to put them in a basket and take them somewhere. But I don't uh, understand. I don't understand, Tony. Why don't you guys break up into into clubs and get a courier for every, like, three clubs or four mm-hmm. clubs and, and, and organise it. It's not hard. Yeah, I think, I think the uh, – the, the, uh, I think the way that we're spread out is um, – it makes it a little bit difficult. But, uh, well, look, we've only got a couple of weeks to wait and um, when that happens, we'll, the, uh, um, the Fed's um, looking at um, doing a, a group toss and – everything else and then we'll get into uh, a few races and try and get some normality what do you think Gary a bit of normality of of some sort yeah look it's I must admit it's been pretty hard um you know you sit there and have birds and you train them and as soon as you go oh yeah we'll be right this week you put the lockdown you know and you stay there for a while and then you come out again sometimes like now you're not even coming out. So, yeah. you know, yeah. so, yeah. um, uh, look, I, I just, I just can't understand what's, uh, what's really going to happen, you know, in the long run. Um, bit hard to get your head around, you know, but, um, if we can have some form of, uh, of races, you know, It'll give people a little bit of their sanity back anyway. and uh, I think that's the important thing, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the biggest problem at the moment, you only got to look on Facebook, you know, and uh, it's like dog eat dog. You, know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, say yeah. something, you've got to have 10 people jumping on you, you know. So, yeah, uh, exactly. Why can't pigeon fancies just enjoy their, their sport of pigeon racing and Stop all the rubbish. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that, there isn't any, Ivan. That's the problem. <laughs> you, just, you just added that one, Gary. Yeah, the, the, you got the uh, the frustrated people that, uh, yeah, and then you got the, some that are doing something. And look, uh, I know my mate down at uh, Lawn, 
uh, Big Bird. You know, um, they've been on again, off again, but they've been able to race their birds and do do things. And um, you know, it's been a bit tough, but uh, mate, the, they go from being locked down for so many weeks, and then they go up to Wellington. I'm thinking, boy, oh boy, um, the the, yeah, the not much uh, not much work going into the birds and. Yeah, so it's a bit of a uh, a bit of a task, but uh, they get their birds home. But gee whiz, it's a bit of a task. What so, about all the um, interstate people at the moment? Like uh, I've, I've really been too busy doing auctions and all that type of stuff to worry about what the outside world's doing. Sometimes I wonder, like uh, I haven't even got time to work. I've been that busy. But I mean, what's happening in New South Wales? Have they started racing yet? No, no, not yet. They're going to have a sprint series. Uh, there's a group that are going to have a sprint series probably when they uh, when the uh, state opens up a bit, a bit more. That'll be in a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, that's what they're looking at. And um, you've got WA. Well, they're 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 oblivious to everything. Um, you've got South Australia. They're they're oblivious to everything. And, and the same as Queensland and Tasmania. You've got Tassie racing every week. So, uh, you know, um, the two major states, yeah, we're, uh, well, also ACT, you know, the, the, there's three states there that at the moment are suffering and, and not racing pigeons, et cetera, et cetera. But um, there is light at the end of the tunnel and, um, you know. We hope. Yeah, yeah, well, as long as no one snuffs it out, we'll be right. But, uh, look, I must say that the, the, uh, the pigeon world, um, in the Greater Melbourne, um, everyone hang on to their hat and uh, there'll be something happen. And um, let's uh, get together and sing Kumbaya, uh, you know, probably at the end of <laughs> October. You know? and, uh, I think the funny part about all this, Tony, is, you know, you drive over to Westgate, you notice they've got all those guards over there now, right? Yeah. It's probably a good thing because there'd probably be a few flyers down the bottom if that wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's only too true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, look, it's a, uh, I think, uh, like I say, the uh, we've got uh, Steve Sinney got his birds up now and um, um, the – like you said to me the other day, um, anyone who, any club who wants to uh, do a fundraiser, um, just to contact you, and um, you you try and accommodate. Um, so uh, you know, there's the clubs now. The bills are still got to be paid, um, and uh, yeah, you can't even use your rooms at the moment. But the 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 bills are still got to be paid. So yeah, we've got to look at uh, different ways of raising raising money in regards to it all. But what I what I can say, Gary, is that uh, with the uh, Croydon Classic, all those people out there that bought rings and birds and whatnot, uh, definitely keep your birds trained up. And if you can get them into races and and everything else, do so. Because the you know, the Croydon Classic will be run this year, all things being equal, with the Greater Melbourne having some racing. If we don't have any racing, well, we're going to have to come out with something else. But um, that, at the moment, we're holding the peace pipe. Uh, we're not going to light it yet, but uh, <laughs> I think I think everyone 
What are you going to put in this peace that. pipe? You're going to put something. Okay. What are you going to put in the peace pipe? Tobacco or something? Oh, it's, uh, it could be herbs and spices. Who knows? <laughs> uh, at the moment, uh, mate, uh, I'm keeping it dry at the moment. <laughs> look, it's no good jumping one way or the other because uh, I could say we're cancelling it and then next week we say, oh, we're racing. Uh, so I don't want to do that at the moment. Especially, uh, we've got a lot of Greater Melbourne. Well, fair enough. Everyone else involved, and it, it does make it difficult. But we'll get there. Like the Greater Melbourne's got two breeders' plates, um, a truck, a truck uh, race. Um, we've got two two-dollar races, two two-dollar ring races, um, to sort of formalise, finalise, whatever. So. I, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, the, Tony, uh, um, I'm sorry I've got to cut you off there because we're running yeah. out of time, and um, I've got yeah. to thank Gary for coming on. Gary, anything else you want to tell us? No, nah, not really. Uh, Ivan, everything's been pretty good. Like I said, just running the auction and uh, getting it out there. That so we've got Steve Sini up there at the moment, and uh, he's got some nice pigeons on there, mostly all Hermans, of course, uh, from Ponderosa, uh, George Dezera. So, uh, well worth going to have a look anyway. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much, Gary, for coming on. Good on you. Thanks a lot. Thanks, mate. See you later. And that was Gary Gillard, who is running these fundraising auctions. Go and check it out, mate, because there's some fantastic birds there. I've seen on the internet a few people chasing some... uh, some Vandenbolks. Well, Steve Sooney's got some fantastic Vandenbolks, so go and have a look if you're looking for Vandenbolks. Anyway, we're going to break for a musical interlude right now, and here's uh, a good song about friendship, and it's James Taylor, You've Got a Friend. And that old north wind 
Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. 
For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM. Wake up, Maggie, I think I got something to say to you. Hello, this is Rod Stewart for Rad. Your lifestyle is your business, but when you drink and drive, you become everybody's business. Don't drink and drive. Be smart, plan ahead, and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you. A message from Rad, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. This past year has been difficult for everyone in the music industry, from musicians to roadies, promoters to artist managers. Many are still unable to make ends meet. Music Industry Charity Support Act has announced two new cash grants, Music Keeper and Crew Keeper, with support from the Australian Government. To help ease the burden... If you work in the music industry and you're in need of financial support, visit supportact.org.au to learn more. That's supportact.org.au. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm, but if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2pm. Travel the world, musically speaking. From the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto. From the Colosseum to the Pyramids. From the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2pm, for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. You're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. Right now, we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back after the Southern FM National Radio News with a special guest from Sydney who has a pigeon start and is a pretty good flyer in the Central Cumberland Pigeon Federation in Sydney and that's Bill Harwa. So stay tuned right now for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back after that with more of Pigeon Radio Australia and special guests from Sydney. And also, Charlie Gretsch is going to uh, announce the winners of his uh, 
race from Wonthaggy on the weekend. So stay tuned. We'll be back after the news. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside. Stop the pigeon, 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 our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au and the Pigeon Radio Australia website where you can listen to our podcast. Don't forget, we podcast via the Podbean Network and we're available on all podcast platforms. We've had nearly 6,000 downloads of our podcasts on Podbean since November, so it's going really, really good. Pigeon Radio Australia website is www pigeonmedia.com.au Now, Charlie Gretsch has a couple of blokes from Sydney on the line and I'll let him do the honours and introduce our special guests from New South Wales, Sydney, Australia. Take it away, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, Ivan. Um, first of all, I'll uh, like to welcome one of our uh, guys that's always, um, that's always here. And You're talking right. about one of our regulars. Our regulars, yes, our regulars. Mr Gordon himself. Self, how are you, mate? Good, mate. Good. How are you fellas going? Got a, um, a guy that um, you know pretty well, so I'll let you do the honours of introducing him and um, you can take it away, mate. Too easy. I've got arguably, uh, probably, I believe, one of the greatest fanciers Australia's ever seen on the other end of the line. Uh, Mr Bill Howard. How are you, mate? Hey, Dave. How you going? Good, mate. Good. Uh, in 20, 2012, uh, Bill was able to be CCF champion by winning 16 of the 20 races in his club in a very strong punch bowl club. Uh, could only imagine three, could only uh, manage three seconds to go with them 16 wins, mate. What happened on the other race? Um, yeah, it was, it was a smash. <laughs> <laughs> well, 19 out of 20 top results aren't too bad at all, mate. Uh, I, I see, I see your, your Hoa stud going really well. Um, I've noticed the bloodlines of Rudy Deals, uh, Robin Van Leuven, Gert Halen. Rudy Van Reith and Dirk Vanderbalk, to name a few, all all on there, cracking pigeons ready to go. Can you tell us more about them? Yeah, so when I first started importing them, it was back in 2014. Yep. Um, I tried to buy pigeons from guys that were racing always well. So I tried, you know, going to the guys that raced week in, week out, you know, at the top of the results, and the first ones came across with the Vanderbalks. Yep. Um, back then... Dirk had him bred Kittle back in 2013-14. So, yeah, I got to him pretty early. Yep. The year after he bred Kittle and the Gert Halens was pretty much the same thing. Like, not much guys have heard of him here. But the way Kittle was bred, his his dam um, was bred out of a... Right. It was a granddaughter to, to a Gert Halen pigeon. Yep. And the Rudy Dill story was... Comes from Leo Hermans. His best... One of his best ever pigeons was uh, the Jan... And the jam was named after Jan Dills, which was Rudy's uncle. Right. And he had real good pigeons. Yep. And, yeah, we've had the last two years, 
They've probably won pigeons that I've just bred in this backyard. They've probably won over 30 firsts for guys here and some of the best losses in Sydney. Yes, yes, I've noticed um, Andrew Gretsch from uh, Seven Hills done really well with your birds. So too, uh, champion fly Paul uh, Pasalo done really well. And Milad Boussed, who is another you know, CCF champion. So the champions are bringing out the best in them pigeons. Uh, and, and it's not just easy races or hard races. They seem to be very uh, versatile birds that seem to get the job done from pretty well start to finish. Uh, is, there, is there any specialty they have or they just, they're just pure Yeah, the, the races they've been best at is probably zero to 600 kilometres. Yep. Like this year, the, the season stopped after five races, but there was one flyer in Punchbowl, um, Albert Schumacher and his son. They had a hen that won three races in a row. Yep. Last year, Milad had a cock that won three races in a row, and he was fourth fed, sixth fed, and 11th fed. Yep, very good. Uh, in the same club, Andrew Gretsch had a triple fed cock, the red cock. He only had one first, but his other two seconds were because of Milad's cock beat him twice in them, and they were three top tens. Yeah. Um, Paul Vasala had the double winner, which was fifth and ninth fed. Yeah, so they've yeah, been a bit lucky and they've they've been actually really, really super so far. Yeah, well I don't I don't I don't think they've had too much luck. I just think they're super birds. Uh, with obviously capable trainers that uh, are doing them justice. Uh yeah, it's just fan like it's a fantastic result. Like if you get anywhere in the top fifty in Cumberland fed, I don't think a lot of flyers really understand. A lot top fifty in that fed, you've probably got a decent bird, uh, especially, you know, with some flyer disadvantages with positions and, and whatnot. So to have that many top tens from not just yourself flying and like proving themselves in oh, nearly double figure loss. It's, it's incredible really. Like, you know, some blokes carry on, they breed two or three winners for some other bloke, but you're getting double and triple winners out of multiple loss. So I, I think the results are really showing for themselves. So you're obviously sourcing the birds very well. And the fact that they're adapting to the Australian conditions is a, is a credit to you, uh, the way you bred them really. Yeah. Like, I hold about 24 pairs of pigeons. It's not it's not really commercial style yep. compared to a lot of big other guys. You know, most people that race hold more pairs. Yeah. But I think that, you know, contributes to why more good pigeons are getting bred. I think the less you have, the overall quality goes up. You know, it's just like the the Jansons, you know, their, their big secret was they sold pigeons, but they never ever kept more breeders and if you keep it if you keep it down to a number and only let the best in i think you're more often going to come across that real super pigeon yeah yeah so it really improves the, the strike rate where where a lot of blokes are happy to get one in every four years a good pigeon like i think the way you do it is similar to me i just i don't i don't import them myself but i find the strike rate is uh, a lot higher so you're getting a good at least one or two three good pigeons off each pair every year where you get to up to like 10, 15 pairs breeding winners, even if you only win seven races. You're getting two, three, four, fives in a drop to win these races. And that, that's the impressive part. It's not just one pair doing the job. So yeah. You, yeah. You can't really go wrong when you go to lofts like that. Yeah, exactly. Also, like we've got most of the triple winners, they've come back here to breed. So I kind of do a deal with the flies that race them. Yep. And also this year's, uh, last year, 2020 CCF Bird of the Year is also here. She, she was a super M for Ali Cara. So I've got to do share breeding with her. The year before, Milad had Bird of the Year. I had that here too. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not just birds from overseas. We try getting them from here that, you know, what the best pigeons are here. Yeah. And, yeah, breed them into ours. And, yeah, they, you know, they definitely have to be up there with the best pigeons in the country, in my opinion. They have to be. Just result yeah, results, result. yeah results-wise, they've been super. Like, yeah, our old pigeons did well for guys, but 
certainly the imports, these imports have bring another level to them. Like they start coming out in triples and fours and like the triple winner, Albert Schumacher had, she also got six fed last year as a young bird. She yeah. had four or five top 20s. Yeah, certainly the imports bring out, you know, an extra level to them. Yeah, some incredible performances. Uh, Joe Gennaro's wants me to ask you if you can, you can have a couple of your Vandenbolks bulks and you take a couple of his Aussie pigeons. Yeah, but there's just no room for Aussie pigeons. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's good. I, I think there's good pigeons in every pigeon. Though, like uh, I've never looked at the name. The name's nice to have a name when it comes down off you know them big names and that. But like, good pigeons are good pigeons. You know, you we pair up every year. Everyone pairs up. You you breed. There's three type of pigeons. Yep. There's bad ones, good ones, and super ones. You know, and that's that's the way it's always been. Yeah. And the sooner you realise that the super ones are the ones you've got to be chasing, and I think, you know, that's the shortest way to success for any guys get into it, regardless where they come from. Oh, 100%. And, and, and don't get attached to them. you got to, yeah, off performance like you've done. It's yeah. It's going to go a long way. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, the less you keep, if, you, if you're a guy that works, like it's hard for guys, guys that work and, you know, they don't have the time, I think yeah. it's better to keep less pigeons and you'll have more, you'll have more performance with them. Now that, that that year you were CCF champion uh, from a route you really shouldn't have been champion, but it's, let's be honest, had some super results there. Is it true you only had 65 race pigeons that year? Yeah, we started 65 at the start of the year. Yeah, um, by the end of the year, there would have been about 45 equal winners and winners. Yeah. There was pigeons that won five races equally, you know, three outright and two probably equal wins. Yep. And, yeah, we moved, we we sold up after that. We left 10 pairs and then I raced um, in the middle of the Fed, about 15 k's west from where I was with yep. six, two babies. And they finished, they ended up finishing their 10th in the point score. They won seven, eight first in Marylands and the other five or six seconds were to Paul Vasalo. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it wasn't too bad of a year. Yeah, well, I, I personally hope you don't come fly my club. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll, yeah have try, I'll have to try even harder then. The, the racing side of it, you know, um, Graham Davison, he taught us a lot how to feed and race pigeons and, yep. you know, the, the very basics of it and all that. And then the pigeons was more outside. But, yeah, Davo, you know, credit to him, he he's, was a freak with pigeons, as everyone knows. Yeah, he got the best out of them. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, he taught us from a very young age um, that, you know, good pigeons and good management, what it could do. So, yeah. Uh, that's good having someone like that in your corner to help out as well. I think every 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 I think every good fly has got someone that they look to. I, I'm positive of it. Yeah, Charlie, yeah. got any questions for the champion? Yeah, mate. Um, what can I say? You what a good uh, good record, mate. Um, now, do you want to give us your um, you've got a website or something there that um, everybody yeah. or your, your site for your uh, auctions and whatnot. Yeah, the website's um, Howa Pigeons, so it's hawapigeons.com.au. It's got all our pigeons there, and from there you could log on to the auction site. Um, the auction site at the moment's got some of my pigeons on there, but next year there'll be some of the best pigeons like, from different lofts going up there, and if guys want to sell pigeons, they could you know just do an account and log on and sell pigeons. That would be the future for it. So, yeah, it's howapigeons.com.au. And it's got all our pigeons and their pedigrees. It's getting updated regularly. So, yeah, that's that's the website part of it. 
No, top effort, mate. That's uh, fantastic news, mate. That's really good. I know Tony, Max got something to um, to add to this. Yeah, uh, how are you going, uh, Bill? Uh, I uh, I went and visited your uh, auction site the other day, and I must say the quality of birds that you, that are that were up there were excellent, and um, it's a credit to yourself um, the way that you've been producing the quality birds, and it shows out with the uh, the type of fanciers at the top of the tree that are buying these birds from you. So. Um, uh, that that says to me that uh, there's quality birds in those in that loft of yours. Yeah, thanks, Tony. Yeah, they're you know like they're just they're good pigeons. Like they're not all good. You breed bad ones. You know, I'm not going to be say that I breed six youngsters and six youngsters are they're all super. There's some bad ones. There's some good ones. There's some super ones. But the lofts we I got them from Belgium. Like I read a lot of results in Belgium from the younger days. Like a lot of pedigrees. There's pedigrees probably I know back from the 60s. That's how much pedigrees I read in my life. So when I imported them, yeah, they were, like there's a lot to overseas how to read results and that. Like there's certain parts in Belgium where it's weaker and stronger. So they are bought from the best parts in Belgium where the best sprint racing is. Yeah. And you see the birds like this year from the van, the Brand Brothers, I brought some from them. There's a fancy in Holland. He's going to have the Olympia Bird of All Holland, which is a van and brand bird that was brought from Belgium. So, yeah, they're certainly brought from the best of Belgium in the sprint races that, you know, race probably five or six times a week just from 120 kilometres. But, yeah, for the last 20 or 30 years, these guys have been at the top of their game. Yeah, well, that, that that's that's where you get the, the really good quality pigeons is when they're um, tested all the time. And uh, over here, we don't test them. Often enough, especially the Euro birds, you know, the, some some guys race them once every three weeks, whereas over in Europe, of course, they race them two or three times a week, and uh, that's where they get the the uh, the good quality pigeons. They sort them out early, and uh, and then you know, breed from best to best. So, um, I think we need to uh, sort of try and follow suit, but uh, uh, our, our Unfortunately, our, our membership and 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 the and the likes uh, just can't quite fit in three races a week. I wish we could, but <laughs> it just yeah. doesn't work. Yeah, well, when we won the average in 2012, like I think we were some of the first to race pigeons. Some of them pigeons had 15 or 16 races in the year. So you're 100% right on these these Euro pigeons can can handle it. It's just a matter of conditioning them and know what to do between the races with them. Yeah. But that seems to be the go. A lot of guys now start to pick up on it. But, yeah, that's how you get the best out of them, I believe, that, that you've got to back them up. There's no use sending that and then winning and then putting it in the stock box. They could handle a lot more than, you know, what guys think they can. Yeah, oh, for sure. And from what I've noticed, Bill, uh, just with the, the, the few that I race is the uh, – as two and three year olds, they they improve even more. Uh, they're very very good two and three year olds as well. Whereas over here, um, we race mainly yearlings, and um, we don't really get the best out of them. You know, I think as two and three year olds, you, they're they're far more mature. They've grown into their body, and uh, they really they really can go. You know, um, I don't know what you think, but uh, that's how I've seen it. 
over the over the few years that I've been racing uh, some of these birds. Yeah, yeah, they they perform. You know, they perform good as our ones have performed good as young birds and as yearlings. Um, so when I imported them, I went for the birds that performed as youngsters because we always just race youngsters. We've had success. Yeah, yeah. But usually the best young birds are usually the best yearlings in most cases. So yeah, that's the kind of tricky thing when you buy pigeons from there. There's guys that fly widowhood. There's guys that fly on the perch. There's guys that fly youngsters. So. Like, there's guys that fly nationals that get them in a certain position for a single race. So, yeah, you, what you buy is what you get. You can't be buying pigeons that are flown on whittled there as two- and three-year-olds and really come in basket in them, you know, for their first race at 100 kilometres and expecting them to be at their best. Yeah. Compared, yeah, compared to fanciers that race them at, at four months old there and are, are winning with them. So it's, it comes back down, you know, just to the selection. Selection is the most important thing. Yes, and back in the early days, Bill, when you were when you were racing uh, and you had really good success, what were the birds that you were racing way back back then? The the, the best ones were we brought five from Jason Payne's sale. Yes, uh, yeah, them them five were unbelievable pigeons. Um, Sid Guard, we had a few from Sid Guard, but yeah, the birds that won us the points score, I'll have to say, were the Jason Payne and Sid Guard pigeons. So they were Huben and Staffs with a bit yep. of our old pets and stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah. The old, the Hubens, uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're still surviving so really well today. Yeah, they're, they're uh, still a today pigeon, yeah. Oh, 100, 100%. Like, they're still the cock there out of the Jason Payne pigeons. When we raced, he went to five races as a young bird. He won four of them. And then we stopped racing because of PMV, so we stopped him. And him paired up to the imports, you know, they're still the ones that are producing them today. Like, yeah, for sure they can still win, you know. It's not that they're old bloodlines and that, yeah, no, they're those super pigeons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, there's been some excellent uh, birds brought in. Um, as, as you know, um, uh, Des Sippets was one that... Uh, uh, brought them in um, early days. Um, Alan Mark on, um, you know, they, there was some really good Hubens that were brought in, and Blenhaven. Um, you know, there's some really good Hubens brought in, and then of course the Stefan Roots, um, the Jansons. Well, they they still they're, they're still still going and still going strong. So. I think, uh, and of course now we've got the, the ones that you've brought in, plus the Van and Bulks. The Van and Bulks are the uh, the new kids on the block, sort of thing. So, uh, and there's, they're getting really good uh, results. And the Patrick Bokes pigeons, again, um, uh, uh, there's some good results uh, starting to turn up. So, I, I'm looking forward to uh, visiting your website and just seeing what you've got up there because what I've seen so far has been excellent and it's been a uh, – I think you, you're doing a great job. So I'm looking forward to it there, Bill. So I wish you all the best uh, for your, for your uh, auction site and your start. And, um, yeah, well done, mate. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, mate. Yeah, so, yeah, if whoever wants to, you know, go on, you don't have to buy a pigeon, but, yeah, just you could, you could go out and check out the website and – see some of the results and see some of the pigeons. Some of the pigeons there, um, I'm pretty sure that I'm the only one in the country that got them type of pigeons. Uh, yeah, and there's some of the older stuff, like you said, the Hubens and the Staffies. Yeah, just good pigeons, man. That's that's, uh, that's what I've tried to do and just keep it simple, man.
Uh, Bill, yeah. I was going to ask you, you, you source pigeons from Sydney, you're getting pigeons from Sid Gard and from other good flies in Sydney. Um, do you source pigeons also from other states in Australia or just Sydney? In, in our younger days, when we won the Fed Average, we never had imported pigeon. Um, we got them from Sid Gard. We got them from Jason Payne, like I said. We tried just going to top flyers, like even if it was in interstate. We never ever got them from Melbourne. Um, we bred one year out of that Hubencock I was saying, the one that won us four from five. We bred a sister to David Retrin and he topped the Fed with her. But, yeah, they're just good pigeons from everywhere. Uh, sales at Liverpool, they used to have sales there. We'll get down there and, yeah, we'll buy pigeons, whatever we thought was the best. But the ones that really stood out were the, the Jason Payne birds. Mm. Now, um, on the internet, there's a lot of people going around asking for these Vandenbolks. Can you tell us a little bit more intensely your family of Vandenbolks? Where do they come from? you got Kittle. There's a lot of people there looking for things very closely bred to Kittle. Yeah, so when I brought him, Kittle wasn't born. So yeah, he was he was racing him. So I got a, I brought him out of a half brother, out of his race box. I brought the pigeons that I brought out of him. Um, yeah, they're related to Kittle closely. His his main two pigeons were the double nine two and double nine six. And then um, when Yannick got in there, he put a contract on his loft, so all the sales went through Yannick. Um, Flanders Collection, as guys know him, and. So Dirk told me you could. Uh, he was doing share breeding with a guy named Rudy Van Reef before he sold them to Yannick, and he goes, you could buy pigeons out of them. So the second batch that came were from Rudy Van Reef, but in the pedigrees were all they were half Rudy and half Dirk Vandenbock. So he paired his double nine six to Rudy's best hens, his double nine two to Rudy's best hens, and you know they split the babies, and I was able to buy out of them pigeons. Um, he bred a pigeon. I think it was in 2016 called Miracle. He won three first in Tienva Bond there where Dirk races. He would have been first national ace hadn't he been hawked the last race of the series and he ended up uh, running six national ace and that was, you know, a half Rudy pigeon and we got half brothers and sisters to them type of pigeons. So what you're saying is that um, Kittle wasn't born yet, So, but these birds that you've got are closely related to Kittle and probably would be as good as. Yeah, well, I know I, I've, I have been able to chase up some of the parents of them. Um, P&D Breeding, he's got one there. I think it was Mr. Exceptional. It's his number one cock. And then there's another one, the 930 hen at P&D Breeding. It's, it's his number one hen. I've got a son of the 930 and a daughter of the Mr. Exceptional. They're the ones I've been able to chase up. And, yeah, the others, they... Maybe Yannick still has them or they got sold on, on Pippa when he first sold them, when Yannick first sold them. But, yeah, everything I seem to breed off them crossed into, whether it's my pigeons or anything, they seem to just right away breed them. Like the national winner last year was down out of, bred out of door, out of the Vandenbolt pair. So, yeah, they've just been real super, super pigeons. Mm. Ah, fantastic. Back to you, David. Yeah, yeah, I've got another question for you there, Bill. Um You've, you've bred a few triple winners for, for some blokes. Um, yeah, Big Billy being one of them, the big mealy cock from Millad. Uh, could, you, could you just tell us exactly what uh, the bit more detail of their breeding, like were they crossed, were they, you know, I, I, I don't believe there is such thing as a straight pigeon, but you know what I mean? Like what sort of lines were they and how did you go about pairing them to get the triple winners? 
Um, the the very first one was there was a double winner at Paul Vasalo's house. She was out of the out of a daughter out of the band and bulk pair paired to our own stuff, the Red Cock. Yeah. Won two races. Her sister won one. Um a friend of mine, Milad, you know Milad, he was here. Yeah. We had imported pigeons from Robin Van Leuven and he had two hens, he needed two cocks. So I loaned him a brother to Paul's double winner and a son out of Paul's double winner. And the following year, he bred his 1258, which won three firsts, and it was three top tens in Sydney. Yep. And the that was a, that was in his first nest, paired to a robin pigeon. And then his half brother bred Big Billy, which was the half band and bulk. Yeah. And the half sister bred the CCF national winner. Nice. Yeah, and then a sister to the red paired to a Rudy cock, which was down out of. Kittle was paired to Bolt's sister of Leah Herman's, and yep. the fuck was out of that. And that paired to a red sister, Brad Schumacher's triple winner. Yeah, so they're, they're pretty closely related. It seems like, yeah, they just, you know. Do you, do you aim for just like, do you, when you go together, you just go, right, that's a triple winner, that's a triple winner, pair them together, best to best. You don't look at the lines, you don't look at the names, you just go best to best, or is it you try and line breed? No, we, when I pair up, I try going best to best. Or if something's or it's the best breeder made it to the best race bird, usually. Yeah. So yeah, we try keeping one young in the pair. I always believe young pigeons breed better than old pigeons. So yeah, yeah. So if a ten-year-old cock or a seven-year-old hen, he'll usually go to the best race hen or the best performing race hen. Yeah, right. So it doesn't doesn't worry you that you'd have a pigeon just say to Jansen Staff cross. Van Loon, then you pair it to a Robert Leuven cross, uh, Van der Bolt. doesn't worry you that there's five, six, seven bloodlines. It's just best to best, and, and they seem to perform. Yeah, yeah, that's the way you've, I've always did it. Like, you could yeah. go, we've got three, four generations down like that, and they're still breeding. There's guys that sometimes want to buy the inbred ones, and I'll yeah. pair them that way. And we've had a bit of success with them inbred that way, but you just got to look at what the base of Van and Bolt's birds were. They were made up of Herman's pigeons, his dad pigeons, yeah. and it all mixed up. And same as Leah Herman's, his were made up of Herman's and, and Dirk Van Dyke and uh, Olympiad was out of Gus Jansen. So they came from different lofts anyway. So they were, yeah. I think the yep. only people that had purebred pigeons were the Jansen brothers. Yeah, back and, a long time ago, yeah. Yeah, and a, a lot's changed now. you just got to look at the pedigrees of a lot of the pigeons that go around. Yeah, um, a lot of guys, you know, believe that you got to inbreed one side and inbreed it, and it's that first cross. Yeah, like, it does work, but the main thing is still good pigeons. If you're doing it that way, and it's yeah. your best, best, it's going to work. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. other pairing, yeah. if they got crosses in them, and that as long as they their their parents and their grandparents have been good pigeons, that's the main thing. Yeah, just keep the winners in each generation, and it sort of go from there. Do do you um. If if you were like, do you do it as if the to you breed pigeons for stock specifically, like, or do you just is everything just based off winners and you don't worry about breeding for stock? Yeah, I've I've paired up a few pairs of auntie and nephew. That's as probably closest go as close as I'll go. Yep. But the father to daughter and that, and yeah, I try because it's such a small stock lot. I try staying away from breeding for stock. Yep. So the, I try getting them out there to race and hopefully get the the best one back, and if I'm it gets lost in racing, I'll try keeping a brother or sister, you know, you know, the type that I like in stock. Yeah, yeah, because that, that, that I think I think that's one of the hardest things in pigeons, and everyone's trying to work it out. Once you get a good bird, you, you know it's good, but 
I think a lot of us, I'm probably guilty of it too, will stock it before it becomes a super pigeon in fears of losing it. Would, would you, what would your advice be to them blokes? Would it just be like, just go for it or hang tight? What, what would be your advice? Yeah, I think they got to they got to win at least two before you think of stocking them, or they got to be pretty consistent before you think of stocking them. Yeah, yeah. Then then that way, like a lot of guys tell me, oh, the winners don't always breed them, but you see in Europe, a lot of them oh. super they're usually super breeders because they yeah. weren't stocked for one or one or two races. Yeah, it's they've been to this. That's why sometimes you get consistent pigeons that breed better pigeons than an odd winner. Yeah, it's the good races, and you know how much times you basket them. And you know how much times they're up there. The, the ones that are always up there are the ones that you want to be keeping. Yeah, that's right. Well, with the blokes that always say, oh, we're not all winners breed winners, there's no rule in anything in life that you're 100%. You're always going to get your exceptions. But I think if you're breeding off pigeons that are consistently up there, not not one-hit wonders that, you know, win something one-off, but the birds you'll send seven times and they're six times in the top five in your loft and winning a couple, I think it really ups the strike rate, and you don't have to breed 400 pigeons. You can sort of keep 65 to 100 like you did and get the job done rather than just, you know, mass breeding and hope for the best. So I do I do think it's the best way to go as well. It's just, just performance-based. It's just it's clear. It's the clear winner, I, I believe, too. Yeah, for sure. I think youth, youth in the, you need young pigeons in your stock. Of course, yes. yes you, don't want, you don't want it looking like a retirement village like this year. Yeah. <laughs> And yep. I only got 24 pairs. I think 10 out of the pairs were young birds that I stopped newly. Yep. So, yeah, young, young birds is certainly going off facts. And, you know, I've read thousands of pedigrees. There's more young pigeons breed more super pigeons than anything else. And you just got to read the pairs. The, the young birds in the year seem to ones, seem the ones that breed the real super pigeons. So, yeah, keeping the stock loft young is certainly one thing for sure that Yep, you have to do if you want to be producing good pigeons year in year out. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more. Well, there you have it. One of the one of the best flies we've ever seen. Uh, one of the best fanciers, and you've got a beautiful stud up there. So get on there and check out howapigeons.com.au and feast yourself with some good birds. Uh, thanks, thanks for your time, uh, Bill. No worries, Dave. Thanks a lot, and thanks to other guys. Yeah, thanks very much, Bill, for being on Pigeon Radio Australia, and we'll have you back again to uh, talk some more detail about your. Uh, your birds. Yeah, no worries, Ivan. Thanks for that. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. See you later. Across Melbourne, this is 88.3 Southern FM. All right, we're going to break for a musical interlude again, and here's a song by uh, Elton John, Gladys Knight, Stevie Wonder, and Dion Warwick, and it's a great song about friendship. It's called That's What Friends Are For. Here on Pigeon Radio Australia, we'll be back with some Womthaggy winners. And Charlie Gretsch with his Womthaggy series on Pigeon Radio Australia. Have a listen to this. Listen to the words. Never thought I'd feel this way. And as far as I'm concerned. Sure. 
Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor COVID-19 is still affecting all our lives, but we know vaccines can prevent serious illness or death. That's why more community pharmacies across Australia are now providing AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccinations. This gives you, your family and your loved ones more opportunity to get vaccinated. To find out which pharmacies near you are vaccinating, visit australia.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. Listening to your local community radio station, 88.3 Southern FM. Had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away. And I always knew I couldn't stay. So I had a dream that I just fly away. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside.
You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And Pigeon Radio Australia, you can catch us on Pigeon Radio Australia on a Monday night like tonight and on a Wednesday morning from 10am till 12 lunchtime for Pigeon Radio Australia. Check it out. And we podcast on the Podbean Network. And uh, we're available on every podcasting platform on the internet. You can look us up on Google, on the Mr. and Mrs. Google machine. Look up Pigeon Radio Australia and uh, you'll find us immediately. And don't forget to join our fantastic group, which we've cracked 70,000 members now. And it's called The Racing Pigeon. If you would like to talk to 70,000 people all over the world interested in pigeon racing, go and check out Facebook. The Racing Pigeon. All right, Charlie Gretsch has some one thaggy winners on the line, and I'm going to let him do the honours. Take it away, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, Ivan. Uh, first of all, I'm going to read the businesses um, as a result for Saturday's race. So we'll go. Um, second was Walden Florist, which was Wendy. Unfortunately, she couldn't be here. She had an engagement um, to get to, as in uh, uh, what they call it these days a video link. So you can't go and see people. So there's a video link tonight. So unfortunately, she couldn't be with us. Uh, fourth was Bendigo Bank in Wallen. Fifth was the Logo Lady. Sixth was the Valley Produce. Seventh was Advanced Dental Group in Wallen. Eighth was Ferguson Player in Wallen. Ninth was Wallen Fish and Chips. Tenth was GI Joe Printing. Eleventh was City Fresh. Twelfth was Les Bakery. Thirteenth was Twin Gums Contracting. Fourteenth uh, Paper North Central Review. 15th, Bendigo Bank, Kilmore. 16th, CCA Financial Planners in Kilmore. 17th was CCA Financial Planners in Melbourne. 18th was Wallentire Centre. 19th was Trek Land Services. And 20th was Celebrations, Wallen. Now, just um, I had a, a message on um, Saturday night after the result, and it's amazing how um, these businesses can get um, pretty um, competitive and they're dying to see what's going on. I had... Um, a message from Ray at the Wallen Tyres Centre commenting, comment, commenting about his um, pigeon and saying how how flat it was this week. And I thought, oh, yeah, typical <laughs> from a tyre place. But uh, that was um, it's amazing how these guys and girls are up with the uh, results and um, looking forward to it. But uh, this week, our winner from the Broadford Bendigo Bank uh, on the line is Leanne. G'day, Leanne. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, good. That's good. good. And a pigeon's only flat if it hits a windscreen, isn't it? Uh, it can be, yes. That's very true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you're not you're not you're not going down the road singing the jitterbug, are you? No. No. <laughs> I was gonna have something prepared for tonight and then thought, no, what the heck, I'm gonna wing it and I'm really not gonna give up my day job because I'm not a comedian either. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. So, user on the roll here. Yeah, you've you've won two races, so you've got two firsts. You, you've had um, two six, and you're running third in the averages, which is oh, good. Uh, with three races to go. So it's um that's good news for you, uh, for you guys at the bank. That's great. I pay a lot more attention nowadays than I did before to the results in the local paper. So, um, and yeah, it. it 
it's a real kick. So congratulations, Mark, on on having the win too. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. It was, uh, yeah, it was very good. Had uh, virtually four birds come together. Two come straight down. The other two flew around. I think Charlie had the same problem as well. Um, and, and, of course, you don't know until the bird goes in who it actually is. Because yeah. I've, I've got the Broadford. I've got the uh, Kilmore Benny Abag as well. Yeah. I've got my uh, daughter. She's got five pigeons in her as well. Yep. So we won um, by a beak. Uh, yeah, one more boy, but yeah, you, you could, it's just funny, it's electronic timers, you, you can't cheat on those, so once a bird goes in first, that's it. Simple oh, cool. And it was fantastic, you know, good to see them come, they come well, it was a nice, honest race. I look forward to being able to see what happens at the end of a race, I think, I just can't wait, I really can't, it's... Yeah, the whole thing just really has got me going. Well, Charlie will uh, get you down there when you're able to get down there and he'll put his barbecue on and he'll put some Maltese sausages on the barbecue and he'll have some some of his um, Maltese booze there. So, yeah, you won't be leaving uh, walking out straight, I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> I have to drive back. there, right? I have to drive back to Broadsford, so I know will be gonna, okay. And that has to be gluten-free. Yeah, he'll get you a courier to take you back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a courier pigeon? Yeah. Oh, well, that's Courier Express, yep, yeah, on wings, that's the one. Yeah, cool. And we also, we also have our third place getter, uh, Shane from Pretty Sally Home Hardware. G'day, Shane. How are we all? Uh, back again after last week, mate. I know. Look out, two, t- twice in a row, and and still still coming third. Well, I mean, your sister's no cigar. Uh, you know, your sister's got a lot to do with this because she's always talking about her pigeon and sure are bang again this week. So, and again, she's not on, so she'll be listening. I know. I, I know. I, I got the short straw again. So. Well, the, the, the team, are, well, the team are actually asking now, where'd we come this week? And I'm like, yep, we got third. And so, I, th- I think last week we we're talking about the name of the bird, and you know, that's been the, the talk this week. Oh, we've we got, we've got the store cat that's named Sally, and then, you know, they come up with Sally too. And I'm like, well, that's not original. And now they're talking flying high, and it's like, well, maybe it's flying too high because it's coming third again. So obviously, it's 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 too high up in the air. I think uh, what we'll do on the last race, we'll um. We'll get everybody in the business to name a pigeon, and we'll, um, we'll we'll put the result in the pigeon names instead of the business names. <laughs> it'd, be, uh, it'd be interesting. So well, no, it's, it's, very it's, interesting, Charlie. With all them birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm going to pick one, only one. They're going to pick one bird. So um, when it comes in, we'll have, the, we'll have their name on it. Yeah. No, so it is. It's 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 becoming a, a, a good lot of fun. Yeah, well, there's, um, like I said, three, three to go for you guys. Um, we're extending it. Uh, we've had a few phone calls from other flying members that um, unfortunately couldn't race because of the situation with COVID and everything. And um, so I've decided to put an extension, put a second series on, which starts the week after that we finish from the first series. So, um, Funny about that. Sorry? Funny about that, that the okay. second series starts after the first series. Yes. Uh, it didn't start after the third. <laughs> yeah. So is that an Irish joke? Is it? <laughs> I think I'll just keep quiet. <laughs> no, don't keep quiet. 
Too much. Oh, no, no, no. Now I, I must I must um, give a good uh, a congratulations to Mark because um, obviously Mark is the winner for um, for this week, and uh, I'm just trying to um, work out here exactly. And Mark, yeah. tell us, you fly a pretty mean pigeon. What kind of a bird was it? Uh, well, actually, well, I've been lucky with um, the birds because uh, we started off with uh, old Barker Foundation. And we got them years ago from Archie Perry. And a few old flies know that Gee, name. Gee, there's a name that I haven't heard for a few years, and they were very good pigeons, those barkers. They were. Very good, mate. And, uh, and then they, they got a little bit slow, so we had to actually put something into them, and we actually put the Gabby Vanderbilts into them, and they clipped fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Very good. Um, yeah, and, 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 and believe it or not, in the last well, – I haven't, I haven't flown for a couple of years because I moved up to Wallen, as everyone knows. And my brother was actually winning with him down there in WPF and that as well. So, oh, fantastic! Well, they gave me loft in um, Rockford Park there, and he went very well as well. So, we're just oh. starting to get back, just starting to get the uh, loft up and running now. So, it's good. Oh, fantastic, and, and mate! You're doing a good help. job. You've had a few few good wins this year, and uh, you, you got anything new in your loft? Um, no, 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 not really. Um. I think once you start breeding from a new loft, it just takes a couple of years to get going. Yeah, yeah you're right. You've got to get a climate. Well, most most people reckon, or most <laughs> flyers reckon, it takes around four years to get established properly. That, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I believe that too. I reckon I still got yeah, probably another year or so to really get them to where we really want them. Where we were down in Coolaroo when we were racing. We're pretty consistent down there. And the best part about it is I've got my daughter. Because I work and I finish, I finish work late. I've got my daughter working about at four o'clock. And by the time I get home at half past four, especially during the winter months, it gets a bit dark and a bit cold. And I'm just looking at half hour to an hour fly, so that's a big bonus for me. She's a big help. Well, tell me, does she do it with a smile on her face or does she say, oh, Dad, not the pigeons again? Or does she, is she an enthusiastic fancy lot takes after her old man? Um, I think she, she, she likes watching them, but um, she's not over rap. Uh, she's just going there, let them out for me. I think she disappears pretty quick, but uh, <laughs> she does a fine job just to do that. Yeah, well, maybe one day she'll get interested. Well, I've been trying to con her into cleaning the loft, and um, that's a no go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Leanne now, since you're the uh, trainer, so you're going to need someone to give you a bit of a. A scrape, a scraping hand. So, Leanne, um, your, your trainer's doing well for your birds, so you might have to go down there occasionally and just um, polish up the loft. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do more time to think about that? Well, Shane's a bit closer. I might, get, I might get in to come around and sweep or something like that. Oh, <laughs> great. That I thought I was getting out of it. Isn't more than 15 <laughs> Hey, hey, Mark, you know what? Shane can bring his own tools because he's got the pretty Sally home hardware. <laughs> the funny thing about that is that um, Shane really knows me. He actually goes down to Central Steel where I work, <laughs> and uh, he buys a bit of stuff down there, so it's all right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very so good. It's a small world when you come to talk about things. Yeah, it is. It is a small world. <laughs> a very small world. It's quite scary. Yeah, but um, the, the best thing about the averages this year, it, it's, it's pretty close, and as Charlie um, just explained, it's actually seconds that separate in the top 20 pigeons. So it's not a minute, it's not 10 minutes, it's actually seconds. So if you don't clock well, 
you're going to miss out. <laughs> yeah, well, very good job. Well done, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah the birds are going all right. Pretty good. Great. Back to you, Charlie. I think you're going to have to do a little bit of cutting now. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, you, 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 yours was an old bird, um, Leanne. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Mine is. Leanne's is a two-year-old. Quite fishy. <laughs> yeah, Leanne, yours is an old bird. Comes completely equipped with a walking stick and everything else it needs to keep it going. <laughs> I thought that was my bird. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think that's the one that keeps coming third. <laughs> now, Shane, you got to tell you got to tell everybody where you are, all right? Because I didn't um, get to mention that last last time. So, give us give yourself a plug, mate. Where are you? You're in Wallen. We all know that. We got the home home hardware in in, in Wallen. Um, family owned and operated business for for 25 years um, yeah it's, it's where we try to be your, your one stop destination for your hardware landscape garden supplies so yeah it's, it's been good it's been tough like every other business um, over the last 18 months or so but you know we're, we're, we're still open um, it's been hard for a lot of other businesses that have been closed. We're probably one of the lucky ones and trying to support the community where we can. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. Excellent. Very good. Now, Leanne, your last words? Bendigo Bank offer all sorts of um, banking services and we too well, – we've have been there for everybody throughout the pandemic and, and will continue to support the community in any way, shape or form. Excellent. Very good. Well, guys, thank you very much for coming on the uh, on the show and no doubt there's three to go. So, um, yeah, you, uh, yeah. you might not want me after my sick joke. <laughs> <laughs> we forgive you, Leanne, because you work for the Bendigo Bank. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And uh, I'll, I'll try and keep winning for you, Lee. Good. Please do, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. best. All right, guys. Thanks again, Mark, for coming thanks, on. Thanks, guys. Congratulations. Yeah, no, no problem at all. Anytime. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Stand up and walk out on me Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song And I'll try not to sing out a key Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends mm, I get high with a little help from my friends mm, Gonna try with a little help from my friends Do I do when my love
Time to say cheerio and goodbye. So, uh, have you got anything else to say, Charlie? First of all, to you, mate. Not really. Um, looking forward to the weekend again. So, hopefully, um, that will be one thank you number eight. Jeez, it flies. Time flies. We'll talk about it starting. Yeah. yeah. We've got a few, few weeks to go. Tony McPherson, what do you got to tell us? The 15th of January, 2022. Uh, Club will be having a, a sale for youngsters for the Croydon Classic sale. And uh, also, it'll be the celebration of the uh, of the club. It'll be 102 years old, so um, we'll have a big day there. No dramas. All right. On that note, uh, goodbye, Charlie. Goodbye, and see you all next week. Yes, and goodbye, Tony. Yes, goodbye, Ivan, and a great show, and well done, Charlie. Yes. All the best to everyone. Yes. Goodbye. And we'll catch you at the same time, same station. Cheerio, ladies and gentlemen. So, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.